Welcome to Word Alive. We're so thankful that you join us today. We're thankful for every time you join us. I'd like to continue on the resurrection of Christ. And today, this will be the last part of this series. Uh, and uh, it is the conclusion of this uh, series on the resurrection. Let's start in John chapter 11, verse 25. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Now, Jesus said you could die physically, but if you believe in him, you'll never die. You'll live because he is the life. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He can lift you out from among the dead, even while in the body. He can change your life because you become born again. You're no longer the same, but you're a child of, of the living God. No longer like you was, but you are different. And I can attest to that. I, I gave a testimony earlier in one of these messages, I think it's the third part, that uh, my life completely changed when I became born again. And it was instantly, I, I instantly was changed from one person to another. And it was, it was hard for me to believe it at first, but I was. Everything changed. I became a child of God. And he said, I am the resurrection and the life. If you believe in him, though you may die, you shall live. Now, if you was to die physically, you could still live forever in the presence of God if you have Jesus Christ as your Lord because he is the resurrection and because of the resurrection of Christ. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 12, buried with him in baptism in which all you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. It says, in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God. If you believe in Christ Jesus, then you are automatically raised with him when he was raised from the dead. In the eyes of God, you're seated in heavenly places in Christ. Because if you accepted him as your Lord, then you're seated right there with him in the heavenly places in Christ. Amen. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 through 7. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. He said here that we were raised up together, not just one person, all of us in the body of Christ. If you're born again, was raised up together and made to sit together in the heavenly places in Christ. The body of Christ is raised up together with Jesus, seated in heavenly places in him in a place of might, a place of power and a place of authority. Because it said in Ephesians 1 that he was raised up and seated at a place far above all principality and power and might and dominion. And he's been given the name not only in this age, but also on that which is to come. Amen. So we are no longer, some people say, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. You're not just an old sinner saved by grace, but you are part of the resurrected body of Christ seated in heavenly places in him in a place of authority, then you have authority in your own life, not an authority of everybody else's. Now we as a body of believers have authority over things that go on in this earth. And we need to understand that and start taking that uh, place of authority by 
us coming together as believers and speaking into these things that are trying to come against the church, that are trying to come against us in this world and take authority over some of the things that Satan is doing in this world and and uh, some of the influences he has on uh, rulers of this world. I'm talking about natural rulers, that there are spiritual rulers that are influencing natural rulers in this world. And some of these things need to change by us taking authority over them and telling them they have to stop in their maneuvers. Because we are seated together, people, in heavenly places in Christ. But instead of the body of Christ coming together and saying, oh yeah, we're seated in that place, it's time for us to take a place of authority that we have in the body of Christ and start seeing some of these things change. And then when we start doing that as a body and not just as a few people, then we're going to see some things change and we'll be out of here. But I believe it's time for us to come together in unity. I also have a message on that, unity in the body of Christ. If you'll go on our podcast, you can find that, or go into our website, you can find that as well, and it'll help you. Let's look at Romans chapter 4, verses 4 through 14. Romans Roma 6, 4 through 14. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death. Just... As Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. That is a powerful statement, people. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So what does this mean? That means... Since we were buried with him and since we were raised with him, that means that we're seated in a place of authority and we should walk in newness of life. What would that newness of life be? Walking in a place of victory, walking in a place of the authority, walking in a place that the Lord Jesus Christ has put us in because of what he has done for us and walking in it we also should walk in newness of life. Newness of life would be that we're no longer the same. We're no longer defeated. We are victorious in Christ Jesus. Verse 5. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. And we have to take the word of God at what it says. And we just got through reading that in Ephesians chapter 2. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ, Jesus. So if we're seated in that place and he raised us up together with him, we should be walking in the newness of life because if we have been united together in in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin, for he who has died has been freed from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall, shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the death, dead dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him, so it doesn't have dominion over us either. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. And the life we live, we live to God. Amen. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. 
We're alive to God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory, hallelujah. I'm preaching myself happy here today. Verse 12, Therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lust, and do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness of sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead. But I'm alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall have, not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Sin no longer has dominion over you. Sin no longer has rule over you. You're raised from the dead by the resurrection of Christ and seated in heavenly places in him. So therefore, sin doesn't have a place. But you have a place, and your place is a citizenship in heaven. Your place is in a resurrected Christ. Your place is that you are resurrected with him. And your place is that you are living in a place of victory. And we should walk in newness of life. And that newness of life should be that we're walking in the resurrecting power of God. We're walking in the victory that Christ Jesus purchased for us. And we're no longer the same. But we're children of the living God. Living a life of righteousness. Living a life of health. Living a life of prosperity. Living a life free from sin. Living a life of joy. Living a life of power. Living a life of greatness. Living a life of immortality because we know that Jesus Christ purchased the victory for us and we shall no longer die spiritually, but we shall live with him forever and understand that we're citizens of heaven and what we bind on earth is bound in heaven and what we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. We're no longer under the rule and dominion of Satan, but we rule over him and over his cohorts and over all of his kingdom we have authority over. And the things that go on in this world, we have authority over them too. I'm going to camp here for just a minute and then we're going to go on and we'll be done with this with this subject. But uh, I remember, uh, it was a few years ago, that uh, I went by a gas station. The gas prices were over $4 a gallon. At that time, I was an electrical contractor. We had a hard time making it because the price of everything went up so much, and then the price of gas, and we was having to drive out of town to work. And the Lord says, why are you going to take that? I said, he, I said, take what? He said, those gas prices. He said, you speak to them and tell them they have to obey you in the name of Jesus. I said, gas, you have to come down to $2 a gallon. You have no other choice. And the thing that's causing it to be this high, I command it to leave, and every person that's behind it that's influenced, by Satan, they have to leave. And all the demonic influences that are causing this to happen, they have to go. And you know, it took a little bit of time, but it happened. It came back down to $2 a gallon. But you know, people, I see some things that are going on in this country. I see some things that are changing. I see that uh, abortion and homosexuality and marriage, uh, one man to a man and a woman to a woman, and they call it marriage. But according to the Word of God, it's not. Uh, and I see all these things taking place, and I see that uh, if you study the Word of God, and you'll see Sodom and Gomorrah. And you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, they fell because of the influences that uh, the demonic influences had upon them to make them think that homosexuality was something that was accepted and all these things, and uh, that demonic rule, and you could do anything you wanted to do, and it was okay. Uh, but you know they fail. And I can see some of those same things trying to take place around the world, and especially 
that's trying to take place here in the United States and uh, abortion, different things, killing a baby when it comes out of the womb and taking a rod and killing it with it after it's, it comes out of, the, out of the womb. These things have to stop. But we have authority over these things, people, in the body of Christ, and we have to start speaking of them. And, and if we'll come together in unity and not complain about them, but get into the Word of God and find out what God's Word says and say this is what the Word of God says in this situation, and we say it has to stop in Jesus' name because of the, the place of authority that Jesus Christ has placed us in in the body of Christ, we're calling these things changed, and they change. They have no other choice. When we believe and we speak to them, Jesus said, If you believe in your heart and not doubt, whoever will say unto this mountain, be removed and cast into the midst of the sea. And if you don't doubt in your heart, but those things that you say, if you believe in them, they will come to pass, they'll come to pass. Whatever you say. So we have to say and we have to speak to those things and then have the faith of God and speak those things that be not as though they were. And so we're not allowing this anymore. We're not allowing this. We're not going to allow our young people to be subjected to some of the things that they are right now in the schools and the, and the government that makes them do some of the things that they have to do. We're coming against those things because that we are living according to the Word of God and we live in newness of life. We don't live according to death, but we live according to to the Word of God. We live for God. We live in Christ Jesus and we are no longer under the dominion of Satan, but we have dominion over him and the things that he's doing. And we have to speak to those people and to those things and to those situations and say they have to change and they have no other choice if you use your authority in Christ Jesus. But it takes all of us doing it in the body of Christ. And I admonish you to, to listen to that uh, podcast on unity in the body of Christ. It will help you in this area. But let's also look now, as I conclude, at Revelation uh, chapter 1, verse 18. This is Jesus speaking. I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. I have the keys of Hades and of death. He said he has all authority. He has all power. He has all rule. He has given that authority to the body of Christ and we need to start walking in newness of life, walking in the resurrecting power of God, the resurrecting place that, that he has placed us in, the resurrected place that he has put us in and walk in that newness of life and speak to those things using our authority and watch some of these things change. Because if he lives and was dead, and he lives forevermore. That means if we're in him, then we was dead, but now we're alive. That means that we're alive forevermore in him. And if he has the keys of death, hell, and the grave, then they no longer have dominion over us, but we have dominion over him, over them, through him. So let's walk in that newness of life and not let the things of this world come in and, and choke out the word of God so that we will be deceived and walk in places that are not victorious, but let's walk in all the victory that Christ has purchased for us through the resurrection. The resurrection is that place of power that he's put us in. And without the resurrection, we wouldn't be in that place, but because of it, we are. I thank you for joining us. I believe that this uh, series has helped you to understand the resurrection. And uh, I believe there's more that you can learn by getting into the Word of God. But I taught some things, and I hope this made you hungry 
to get into the Word of God and glean on some of these things for yourself. I admonish you to walk in the fullness of what God has given you and who you are in Him. Look in the mirror of the Word of God and walk in that newness, walk in that life, walk in that freedom, and let God do everything in your life that He wants to do and let Him do everything through your life that He wants to do as well. We love you. We thank you for joining us. God bless you. If you would like to support our ministry, you can become a partner by clicking the support link in the description. You can also give by going to our website, wacba.org, and clicking on the giving tab. Thank you so much for supporting us to help us send the gospel around the world through our podcast. We pray God's blessings be upon you abundantly, and we thank you so much in Jesus' name.